Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're finishing the first parak of Mishnah Yisbikurim with Mishnah Yud Aleph. Before we move on to the parak Beis, Mishnah Aleph. Hakona Shalosha Ilona Pesok Shachavera. A person purchases three trees in his friend's field, from his friend's field. And as we noted earlier, when you purchase trees, you can either be purchasing the tree for what it produces or the land under the tree. And only in the event that you purchase the land can you bring and recite it as well. So our mission is opening up to tell us, maybe the Korah, that the, although the Tanakhama said earlier, when you buy two, there's a doubt. When you buy two trees, there's a doubt as if as, as to if you also purchase the land. And Mayor said, no, you always purchase the land when you buy two trees. Three already, it's assumed you bought, you purchased the land as well, so maybe the Korah. Mayor Omer, I feel So again, this is excuse me, this goes back again to Mishnah Vav, where Mayor said, no, even two, we assume you bought the land as well. Kone Ilan Vakarkao, maybe the Korah. The real operative principle is you have to buy the tree and the ground that's on as well. And therefore, the Tanakhama is of the opinion when you buy one, not, not you don't do that. When you buy two and you don't stipulate anything, you don't you don't specify anything, it's a doubt. Maybe you bought it. And you buy three, you certainly buy the land as well. However, if you stipulate from the outset, even even when you buy one, you know, I'm buying this one tree and its and its karka and the land, so then certainly you bring and recite it. This is going back again to what we said earlier in Mishnah Bays that even sharecroppers, again, sharecroppers are those who say that a certain percentage of the yield is going to go to the owner of the land. And chachros are tenant farmers where they just pledge from the beginning a certain, whatever it is, $100, $200, a certain amount of money. In all these cases, a certain amount of money to the land, all the, in these two cases, while we said earlier you don't own the land, therefore you can't maybe a Korah, you're just of the opinion that no, in these cases, because you are a sharecropper to some extent, therefore you own the land to some extent, and so too if you rent. However, the uh, Rishonim point out, Rabbi Yehuda is talking about a case where this this person has exclusive rights every year to this particular parcel of land. That it's known already that every person every year he's going to rent this acre or whatever it is, this farm. So it's as if he has some sort of bylaws, some sort of ownership, enough that he can, in fact, not only bring, but also recite. Mishnah, Perak Bey is now Mishnah Aleph. Now, this is a very interesting Perak because we're going to be comparing and contrasting the various gifts and of Trumas and Meisters and Mikurims that we've learned over the past year or so, we're comparing them to each other and contra- contrasting them to each other to try to figure out and really uh, ascertain and pin down the unique denim of all of them, which is always fun when you compare and contrast things. Therefore, the first two are Hatrum and Bebikurim. Trum and Bikurim are similar in the following ways. Both them Chayavim Alem Misa V'chomish. If a person eats them Intentionally, they have misibide shemayim. If they eat them unintentionally, as in inadvertently, so then they have to repay what they took from the Kohen, the money of the Kohen, and add on a fifth. Basurim lazarim, a non Kohen is not allowed to eat from a Truma on Bikurim. They nichse Kohen, they belong to the Kohen. Once they're given to him, they belong to him. They're his personal property, rather than being the property of heaven, rather than being uh, belong to the to God, and just the Kohen have the right to utilize it. And they're nullified one in 100. And before one eats from it, they have to wash their hands in order to make sure that they are tahar. This is a rabbinic thing. Shemesh, a coin who, who is tame, goes to the mikvah, has to wait until sunset before he can eat the bikurim. These things apply to Meiser. Whereas Meiser, these do not apply. By Meiser, someone who eats it, Meiser. Shani, we're talking about Meister Shani here. Somebody's Meister Shani does not get Misa Shemayim, 
it's as we know, can be eaten by anyone just in Yerushalayim. So if you eat it outside, you don't get me Sivdei Shemayim. There's no paying back the fifth. A non gang, as we say, can eat it. It becomes mixed mixed up with other produce. It's nullified in the rove. There's no obligation to wash one's hands, and there's no horror of shemesh by Meiser Shani. I wish you all a wonderful day.